Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm so glad to have you listening today and thank you so much for all your support of me and this podcast. Today I want to talk about ways to increase your belief that the things you want are actually possible for you. How many times have you thought, I want something but it feels impossible? It feels too hard. It feels like there's too many roadblocks. It feels honestly like a pipe dream that is too far away and that is for someone else and that is not for you. And when you have that feeling that something is impossible, it comes with a set of feelings that actually impact you mentally, physically. It makes you feel overwhelmed. It makes you feel defeated. It can decrease your energy. And then you think, why bother? Why bother doing anything? Why bother taking small steps if I know that the big picture of the thing that I'm going for is just impossible? So what's the point, right? I know you have probably felt this at some point in your life, whether it is to do with your career, your business, or some other goal that you had for yourself. Maybe it's a house you wanted to buy. Maybe it is a trip you wanted to take or a degree you wanted to get in school, or something like that. One of the issues with feeling it's impossible is that you're spending so much time focused on the difficult parts. You're focusing more attention, more of your thinking, more of your thoughts on the parts that are unknown, are that are the what ifs are the worst case scenarios or are the things that you don't know yet or that you think might go wrong or not work out now have you ever had the opposite feeling of believing something is actually possible for you of wanting something and thinking yes i can absolutely do that that is achievable you know what steps are required, you know what you would need to do to make that happen. And there's something inside like in your belief or your faith or just like a feeling in your gut or in your heart that it's possible. And what a difference when you have that feeling that something that you want is possible for you versus impossible then a whole different set of feelings comes up. You feel more energized, you feel action-oriented, the actual steps to take don't feel so hard. Maybe you're able to break down big action steps into smaller ones so they seem more manageable and you have more momentum. I wanted to share a story of times in my life where I have felt things were impossible and what happened as a result and when things were possible, when I believed that they were possible for me, 
and what happened as a result from there. And I also want to share some tangible things that I've done that you can do as well that can help you work on the sense of belief that things are possible for you too. I feel like that is so core, a foundation for going after what you want. Is it in your career? Is it a promotion? Is it finding the right clients in your business? Is it making money in your business? What is it? Is it having the lifestyle and the freedom that you've always dreamed of or making an impact in the world? If you, at the core, believe that it is not possible and you keep reminding yourself and reinforcing that that is not possible, then it's going to be so much harder to keep working on it, to not give up, Versus if you can get to a place where you believe and really feel it, like feel it in your mind and feel it in your body that it is actually possible for you, even if you can't see exactly what it's going to look like, you don't have a guarantee of how it's going to work out perfectly or not, you still at your core know that you can do it, know that you will at least put 100% effort into trying to do it because you have enough invested in going for this thing that it keeps you going. Here are a couple of examples. When I have felt I wanted something and at first I doubted it and thought it was too hard and then something changed where I suddenly thought, what if? What if I could? What if it actually could happen? And the momentum and the energy shift that comes with that is incredible. So one was back in my 20s, I wanted to go to graduate school. I wanted to get a master's degree. I had an undergrad in psychology and I had been working in a job for about five years and I knew it was time for a shift. I knew I wanted to do more. I knew there was more learning for me and I wanted that advanced degree. And at first, so many roadblocks and issues came up immediately of why it was too hard. It would cost too much money. I would have to move to go to school. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a student again. I was older than your average uh, university student. It would feel like I was starting over again. School is a lot of work and a graduate degree was intimidating. I'd have to write a thesis. I wasn't sure if it would actually help me in my career. I didn't know if it would work out and I wasn't 100% sure even on the topic of what I wanted to do and was this going to work out for me. But I still kept thinking about it. I kept thinking when I went to work every day, there's got to be more for me and I know I want to do this thing and I kept thinking about this particular university that I wanted to go to and then I changed how I looked at it. It didn't feel as impossible because I stopped thinking about that long list of reasons why it wasn't going to work out or why it was too hard. Instead, I asked myself, what if I actually did it? What if I could? What if I got into the program? What if I went to school? What if I changed my day to day and I actually did it? And that feeling led me to take the small steps to find out some free information, to look up the program requirements, to order my transcripts, to start taking steps that would get me closer to actually applying and going to school. And I did. I did. I felt such excitement when I actually put in my application. I got accepted. I completed the two years of a graduate degree. I did the thesis and I graduated 
and was incredibly proud to have those credentials behind my name. There was also a moment when I was thinking about this graduate school where I was going to delay it to the next year. I thought, well, maybe not this year. It's too much money. I can't afford it. I don't really want to move. I'll do it next year. And the application deadline was looming. And then as part of that, believing it was actually possible and considering what if, and I thought, what if I just put my application in? What if, even if I didn't want to go to school this year, or if I didn't have the money and I'll figure it out later. And I did, and I'm so proud of it. And the one thing I forgot to mention is that I actually applied for a scholarship as well, and I got it which was a $20,000 scholarship. So not, not small money. I worked really hard to get that scholarship. I did all of the things that I needed to do. And it helped that I had the undergrad experience in order to get that. I couldn't have predicted. When I was stuck looking at all the reasons why it wasn't going to work, I never would have thought, what if I got a $20,000 scholarship to go to school? And so things work out. And it took me believing it was possible and taking some action. And the other example I wanted to share was sometime later in life when I wanted, I was flirting with the idea of becoming a yoga teacher. There was a yoga teacher training certification course coming up at the studio where I was regularly practicing. And I would see other people in the studio applying for it and talking about taking the training. And part of me wanted to as well. But I thought, again... Here's the list of reasons why I can't. Uh, do I want to spend the money? I'm too nervous to speak in front of the group. Oh my goodness, that's a lot to learn about the body and how it works and muscles and all of that. And science really wasn't my area and I thought that would be too hard. And could I imagine myself actually standing in front of a room and teaching a class and commanding the room? But I couldn't let go of the idea. And I asked myself, what if? What if I actually could? What if I tried and what if it was easier than I thought? What if I loved it? What if I was really good at it? And fast forward, I did it. I applied. I took the training. I became a yoga teacher. And I was a really well-loved yoga teacher for years. I had a special way, sort of this softer, quieter approach to my classes. People found it very relaxing. And I wasn't scared to be in front of a room because I was in my zone. I was... Uh, comfortable in what I was doing. I planned classes to suit my strengths and to suit what the, what the students needed and set my own music. And I had a whole vibe for my classes that really caught on. And I had people who loved coming to my classes. What does all of this have to do with your business or your career or other things that you want in your life? I want you to think that question for yourself. What if that thing you're thinking about that you feel is too hard right now or seems impossible and maybe you even have a whole lot of evidence that it hasn't worked out yet. Believe me, I've been there too where you think, well, I've never sold anything before. Say, if you have a business, why would anyone ever buy from me? I have tried to get engagement on my posts and no one seems to be engaging, so therefore it will never happen. When you continue to think that it is impossible, it will still feel hard always. Now, I'm not saying that it's fun and that you won't magically just, or that you will magically overnight become great and you'll have people buying your products and liking your posts and all of those things. What I mean to say is 
if you think it's impossible, it will stay hard. Can you get to a place where you ask yourself, what if it does work out? What if you could spend more time with those thoughts in your mind than the ones that make it impossible? Now, I want to share some of the specific things and the tangible steps that I have taken to really work on my belief. And the first thing is actually recognizing and acknowledging how important belief in yourself, belief in your business, belief in what you're doing, belief in your capability to do things, even if you're not sure or you're not an expert at them yet, you have to acknowledge how important that is and how core it is to to success. I know if you tend to be more analytical, maybe you're not like a woo-woo kind of person, and I'm not really either, I'll be honest, I you might think that you need to focus on all the tangible stuff, the strategy, the numbers, the data, the action, the putting out work, the creating, the writing, all of the physical tangible things. And I am with you because that's my comfort zone too. Things like reflection or taking rest or working on the intangible does feel harder sometimes. And I know it can be for a lot of people. And working on things like belief you can't see it. There's no evidence. It Depending on your background, if having a sense of faith or belief is if that's part of your life or not, and especially if it isn't, you didn't really grow up with that being a big part of who you are, it can feel really foreign to think about belief as such a core element in your success. You think if I just put my head down and work harder, I will get there. And it really comes back to mindset and I am by no means a mindset coach or a mindset expert, but mindset really does matter. It matters in leadership. It matters in business. It matters in the boundaries that you set for yourself. It matters in parenting. It it matters in lots of areas of your life. Anyway, number one, you have to understand that having belief in yourself is a super important part of getting the success that you want. Here are some of the other things that I've found helpful, and these are tangible things. So you might want to get a piece of paper or take some notes. You can try these, try some, take what works for you and leave the rest. Number one is get all the issues out of your head. So those lists of reasons why something is hard, why it's impossible, why it's not going to work, write them down, get them out of your head and look at them on paper. Now, Could you also write down a list of reasons next to it, maybe of two columns on your page, of why it might be possible? Why it would be great if it worked out? One of the reasons to do this is to get them out of your head so you stop going over and over and replaying them and focusing them in your head. Put them on a piece of paper, get them out, and clear some space to make room for more positive thoughts about what is possible. Number two is allowing yourself to be excited. Now, this might be touchy for some of you, and I might be speaking directly, and I might be speaking directly to you if you feel this. Do you purposely set the bar low so that you don't disappoint yourself? Do you sometimes set goals that are lower, that don't stretch you because you know you can achieve them and it feels safe and comfortable? And I say this as someone who does this and who has been called out on it by an executive coach that I worked with once. And what she helped me realize is that this is all about control. This is about being in control of yourself 
and trying to control the environment around you. If I don't let myself get excited about getting that goal that I really want, then I won't be disappointed, right? Because we don't like feeling disappointed. We don't like feeling bad. And that is certainly something, a coping mechanism, a way of being that might work. And you might actually need to do that in some areas of your life. But if you're always doing that, then the goals and the things that you truly want will always seem impossible or you won't let yourself be excited about them ever. And that's, that is sad. It's sad to not have the joy of the excitement, even if it doesn't work out. I hope I haven't touched too much of a nerve there for you. And I say that again, because I have lived that myself. And it's something that I'm still working on. I don't have to be in control of everything. And I certainly don't even have control of everything external to me. So I'm allowed to be excited. And you are allowed to be excited about the things that you want. Number three is visualizing the thing that you want actually happening. And that might be a mental exercise. It might just be dreaming. It might be writing it in your journal or going for a walk and thinking about it. Could you see yourself doing the thing and actually having the thing that you want? So for myself, could I see myself walking around that university campus? Could I see myself standing in front of a yoga class actually teaching? Could I see myself getting my degree seeing those letters, masters, MA, after my name on my email signature. What is the thing that you want and can you spend some time visualizing it? Even better if you do it daily and do it regularly. Do it right before you go to bed. Think about it when you're journaling. Write down a simple message or a simple line every day. I see myself doing whatever. Oh, number four. This is number four. If possible, can you put yourself physically closer to that thing in the environment of that thing? So I'll use the university example. Instead of only thinking about it by myself, getting that degree, going back to school, going to that university, I needed to find a way to get connected to that university. Is there a free service? Is there a free Uh, information session? Is there some website information? Could I join a mailing list? Could I do something that brought me closer and connected my life to the thing that I wanted? Maybe it was reaching out to uh, to talk to someone in the registration office. Do something. Even if you're you're still nervous and you're still not 100% in, doing something that brings you closer to that actual environment. Put yourself in proximity. Number four, and this is super important. Oh, number five. Sorry, I've lost count which one I'm on here. This is so important. I want you to take a pause and really think about this. You need to decide, is this something you're actually going to do or not? Decide, is this something you are actually going to do or not? And I say this with so much care and support and no judgment at all because I am the master of staying in rumination, staying in the consideration phase, staying in the thinking about it phase, and not actually making a decision about things. So if there's something that you really want, maybe it's going for a promotion, starting your business, or having a successful business, continuing to keep working on your business and not quitting, can you decide and ask yourself, am I actually going to do this? 
And it's okay to have doubts. It's okay to not feel 100% excited about it all the time. But deep down, have you made a decision that you actually want it or not? Like going to graduate school. Was I actually going to do it? Or was I just going to think about it and not do it? And another way to dig into this to help you get to that decision is to ask, ask yourself, what am I waiting for? And really explore that question. Are you actually waiting for something in particular to happen? Do you need certain things to come into place before you can do it? And sometimes that is true. Sometimes that's needed. Maybe you need to pay off some debt. Maybe you need to get to a certain place in your career before you're ready to apply for that next job. Maybe your kids are young and you really just need to be mom right now and it's not the right time. There are valid things that you might be waiting for and that is okay. It's okay to acknowledge them and be okay with them. Everyone is on their own timeline and I know there's a lot of pressure to keep up with people online and to feel like I need to be doing what everyone else is doing and this is your reminder that you don't. However, if you ask yourself that question, what am I waiting for? And you can't come up with a good answer or there's really nothing real that you're waiting for, then maybe sit with that and think about what that means. You have to be the one to get it started then. If you aren't waiting for something external or something out of your control to happen, then you need to be the one to initiate. You need to be the one to take that first step to reach out and email someone, to look up a free information session, to join a community or do something that is action in order to make some momentum for that thing. There is such power in that sense of agency in yourself that you realize I've been waiting for permission. I've been waiting for something to happen or I've been waiting for myself to decide. And you could look at it a couple of ways. You could, on one hand, beat yourself up for overthinking. Goodness knows I have done that so many times and almost created a bit of an identity about being an overthinker and you don't have to stay in that. You could do that. You could beat yourself up and focus on all the reasons why you're mad at yourself for not taking action or being slow. Or you could feel the power that comes with knowing, hey, wait a minute, I can do this. I don't have to wait for anyone. I actually don't need permission. I have the power and the agency right now, today, to do something that I want to do. And that is such a good feeling that gives you energy, that makes you feel powerful, and that makes you feel a little bit more control, especially if you're someone who likes that control and wants to feel like you're doing the thing that you want to do. You have it inside you right now. So asking yourself, what am I waiting for? And see what comes. Once you get there, if you've decided, I'm actually going to do this thing. I want this thing. I believe that it's possible for me then that's the time to get into action. Then you start planning, you start brainstorming, you start writing down the action steps, you start making a timeline, you start writing down who you need to talk to, who is going to help you. And if you need accountability and support, and you don't want to do it by yourself, then reach out to a friend or join online communities, find other people. And there are lots of entrepreneur communities, there's lots of support groups online, if you don't have that in your day-to-day -day life or where you live, who will help you on that journey. But a lot of this is something 
that you do on your own that is a solo mental exercise of believing that you can, learning not to focus only on the issues, allowing yourself to be excited, visualizing yourself actually doing the thing, getting yourself in proximity and deciding, am I doing this? And finding that sense of agency within yourself and the freedom that comes with not having to wait for permission or validation from anyone else. Now, I know you can absolutely do it. I hope in this episode you found a little more belief. You took away an action step that you can do and that you can implement into your life to help boost your sense of belief and believe that more things that you want are possible for you. Thank you so much for joining me. I have loved sharing this with you today. And if you have any takeaways, I'm just a DM away or you can tag me on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.